You're listening to Front Porch Theology, a podcast of New Heights Church. We laugh, we argue, we carry on. So welcome to our front porch. Have a seat and let's get into it. Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with... Jeremy. And Will. Welcome back. Good to be back. It's okay. Good to have a new front porch to be on, too. It is so nice, isn't it? A nice front porch. Very nice. The best porch we've ever had. This is the fanciest porch. There's a barn door and a rug and a plant Mm -hmm. and all kinds of nice stuff. It's really Look at those mountains over there. I know the stars I'm looking at. Yeah. So to really our blessed, listeners, guys. we have we have had a little bit of a break. Um, you all, uh, we did you all enjoy? Did you all listen to any of the summer series yeah. with special no. guests? No, I didn't. What is your problem? If he's not like, on it, like he doesn't listen to it. That's I don't his listen role. to it with me. You don't it. listen to it role. with him on it. I don't listen to it at all. No, I'm just kidding. I, I listened to. Uh, I listened. Did to you one pick with, and choose which one you wanted? I, I might have listened to them all. I don't know. I listened to one with Tina and Patrick. Were that was you really nervous that one. I would say or do something inappropriate that you didn't know about? No, I trusted Baker's editing. I'm always nervous what you're going to say, <laughs> but I trust Baker's editing. I listened to the one with uh, with um, your husband on it. Which one? Jason did a great job. Which husband? I don't know if she was asking which husband. She was asking which podcast. Which He's like, uh, Jason, that, that one? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many you got. Not my sugar daddy bill. I don't remember what you talked about. Sugar I just remember bill. being really impressed sugar. with Jason. You're really um, impressed with Jason? I'm always impressed Baker with Jason. Baker was on the podcast. Uh, I knew that that happened. We had some pastor's wives on there, too. Oh, that was a good one. That was my favorite one, I think. Yeah. I really I listened to that one multiple times because my wife said really nice things about me at the Did end she? of the podcast. Yeah, I just I don't remember. She's never said those things to to my okay. face, so I just play it every day when oh, I'm getting like ready a, for work. Build you up, hype you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll start every day yeah. now. Look at yourself in the mirror yep. while she's saying them, and just yeah, flex yep. a little bit. So, um, we have been on. A, for those of you who don't know all the things that are all the all the things that are happening right now at New Heights, um, we are in a transition um, period right now. Um, we are sitting right now in Baker's new um, media room that is his office, and this is where our podca- podcasts <laughs> our podcasts will be recorded from now on. Almost made it halfway through. An the studio got a little. The bigger, studio is really nice. A little nicer. Yeah, a little nicer. Um, I don't feel like I need uh, a parka right now. Um, yeah. And there's not water dripping on my head or on the wall behind me. Well, the me temperature we, we were always in control of. That wasn't a bad part of the old oh, building. Okay. It was just... Um, but it, so it's it's really interesting. Like it cool. um, the the uh, room that we're in right now, our, our studio, um, is actually... So, to back up, sorry, they, y'all have got me all thrown off. It was me. I threw myself off. Um, we, um, since we last recorded, which would probably have been the end of May, right? Because yeah. um, we started our special guests, um, summer special guests in uh, June. We um, bought a building. Um, we are, oh, we're weeks away, hopefully, mm-hmm. prayerfully. Um, no, if you don't call it weeks. Some would call it months, but we would just call it like thirty weeks. <laughs> Into getting in the building? Yeah. No, we're not thirty weeks away. Don't listen. I know. I just oh. said weeks because there's weeks in every month. So why you don't right. have to put a number on it? Won't you? God, Goodness gracious. we're days away from moving in. <laughs> 
It's a lot of days. Only hours away. Minutes. Uh. Um. So anyway, we are we're in a transition season right now. We are um. There are many, many, many people working right now to get us um in our building over the next few weeks. Um. Whether that be two or two hundred and twenty-two, uh, only Tom can tell. But anyway, it's um, gonna be four. Hopefully. You know, I've been in this room for, be quiet, I'm just going to okay, skip over sorry. a reason. I'll stop interrupting um, I've been in here for about an hour waiting on you guys for one, but it's okay. We don't need to talk about that right now. But um, it's fault. been really cool because, you know, we joked about how I was going to like bang on the wall to make it sound like the construction was happening, but there has have been saws and all kinds of other stuff happening. There's over, actually construction going Yeah, like absol- yeah. A- actual construction happening next door. So uh, it's always happening. So if you hear that, it's not fake. I, I don't I didn't bring my power tools today. Um <laughs> Okay, that oh. was fake. <laughs> I mean Tim the Tool Man show Oh up. my gosh. So uh, we do have people over there right now, and um, Baker's office, which is our um, recording studio, is right next door to where the action is happening right now. So um, just to, um, for our listeners, we're actually moving like block block and a half down from where we currently are residing, mm. um, where we're currently leasing. Mm. Um, so I wanted to, I have... I have very few questions today. I have about three or four questions. Well, we have stored up so many things we want to say to you. Well, we're so only fine. That you we, want we have to say all the to content. Me? Yeah. Well, we can spread it out over a few weeks. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> this is what I'm talking about today. So. Okay. So we all want to talk. Um, we last last winter we uh, last December we celebrate. Was it December? I don't know. Uh, anyway, last August. Sorry. Yeah. We celebrated our ten year anniversary of, yeah. as a church plant, and so I w- I just want this question is for you, Will. Like as as the pastor who started that church plant, um, we have been in five locations, if I'm not mistaken: Pizza Hut, April Dawn Park. Pre-K. Hang on, Jeremy's getting a call. Can you please silence your <laughs> I'm, I'm cell trying. phone so I we can? I can't actually. But you're like a. Just answer like the question. Boomer. This is a really good question. Like, I'm, for real. well, I'm distracted because your phone's ringing. I like, put in a lot of effort. Who keeps who keeps the sound on on their phone? That's that's not a baby boomer generation. Number one, it's my wife, and no, even I have my, vibrate. I, I can't vibrate. I can't. I can't. I have her. Number he has a heart drinks. test to do tonight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's got to hook him up later. Yes, yes. It's not a hard test. He, he's, he's 40 years old, but he but he acts like he's 65. It's, it's, like, just, it's like... Listen, look. he's jeopardizing his health to be here to record this episode, Thank you. okay? Thank you. Thank you. You don't even know. You don't. He uh, heard I was going to start charging cancellation fees and inconvenience fees, and he said, hey, Julie, I can't do it. Thank you, Jeremy. So... Sorry, he's checked out. You, he's got to send a text. You are being billed a late fee today because you were two minutes late. I will so pay it just, gladly. Well, you're going. It's my highest honor. Anyways, you're asking me something anyway, about planting a church. Or- so, 10 years ago, um, you planted the church here in Milton. And um, after, you know, w- we've been in four locations. Uh, the Pizza Hut. Was it Pizza Hut or Giovanni's? Giovanni's. Okay, sorry. We actually had our very first meeting at Pizza Hut. So We only met once at Pizza Hut. Okay, so, but Matt Mead really still counts count it. it. Oh, does he? Okay. He does, yeah. That's at least he did Matt at the 10-year anniversary. Yeah, okay. Um, so you started at the Pizza Hut, April Dawn Park, Giovanni's, uh, the pre- Milton Pre-K building across the road, mm-hmm. um, in the building we're currently leasing, and um, this is an old movie theater here on um, Main Street in Milton. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to, I wanted to um, 
get some thoughts uh, from you today. Like, how does that feel as a pastor? Ten years one is is a crazy long time if you think about it, and also it feels like you've just blinked and it was yesterday. I'm sure, mm-hmm. but as a pastor, how has that been for you? Like to finally see um, something that you dreamed about that you have always that that you felt called to do. How does that feel for you to be able to um, finally have a place um, that we're going to call home? Yeah, it feels it feels really good. Um, I feel really old. Um, yeah, a decade, well, eleven years now since we started, and I, I think like I, I just remember like when we first planted, like people asking, "When are you going to get a church?" Because so many people um, identify a church as a building, and um, it's like, well, maybe never, but probably not for a long time. Um, and understanding, you know, that it was gonna it was gonna be a long process, um, but hearing that so often, when were you ever, you ever gonna get a church? You ever gonna get a building? You know that kind of thing. And so, it has been a long time coming, and there is that temptation to feel that sense of like we've made it, we've arrived. Yeah. But we named the church New Heights because we wanted to never feel like we made it. We, we always say we're always striving, never arriving. And so, even with this milestone of like owning a building for the first time, uh, we, we definitely don't want to just kind of like take our foot off the gas pedal ministry wise because um we just want to see how much more of an opportunity do we have now uh to reach people in our communities and our neighborhoods and cities around here and so um it is it is a great feeling um but i'm i'm really i'm really i think just excited to keep the foot on on the gas pedal see many more people come to christ and i think i think the building the the vastness of the building project and Kind of how the church has grown is is really cool to look back and see, man. It's not any one or five or ten of us. Um, that it's it's a whole lot of people doing a whole lot for the Lord, and I think all of us can look around and say none of us could do this on our own. And yeah. that's what church is really all about. That that we say, you know, we're in this together and we're we're making it happen together, and we couldn't do it without each other. So that was one of the questions that I was going to ask. And so, Jeremy, um, I know you actually uh, probably, bo- both of you have had a huge hand in this, but um, if you had to guess, like, why, like I really want an answer, though, but I know it's going to be a guess. If you had to guess how many people have volunteered oh, to man. help with this project. Okay, so within our church or just in total? In general. Like, t- tell me... Uh, Number of church people, and then I want I want to talk about people that aren't even a part of our church, a part of New Heights. If I would say how many people in our church, I would say roughly seven in the seventies, probably members of our church. Yeah, and I bet you forty of those on a regular basis. Okay, because some of these people aren't members. No, no, um, no. That's that's only church members. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. people that don't even go to church. Period. Listen, if you want to know, yeah, it's for real. That if you want to know non-members, great things. You realize we had churches from Georgia, uh, North Carolina, Ohio, Virginia, um, Kentucky, uh, other parts of West Virginia that came, um, would come on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, there'd be another group of 20, 30 groups of, you know, and so I, that probably had, I mean. And what organization was that from? I know. That was Sin Relief. Sin Relief, Yeah. yeah. Um, that wanted to help out with the project. Uh, weirdly enough, you saw Jamie Elkins, yeah, right, in, in a, at the airport. Was that where you saw him? And he's like, I don't "Hey, remember where I saw him?" Okay, I remember. I the story ran into him. Yeah, you did. 
Oh, I don't remember where. And I, wherever I ran into Jamie. It was at the airport. Jamie and I go way back. Like we used to do. Back to the break free break free youth rallies together in Lincoln yeah. County. So like, and so that they, they they were like, yeah, we got us. And so he con I got in contact with him and and he sent I sent a team. The first time it was super helpful. Um, and then he was like, hey, I can do this every Wednesday until you know we've had, I we've had as young as probably twelve helping um, spray paint um, shutters. To um, to a seventy six year old lady, which is one of my favorites, because um, she worked all day long pulling off siding off the front of the building. Oh, I mean, wow. and I mean, she was just she just wouldn't stop, um, and that was cool. So, but as far as overall, I guarantee you, I I, I mean, well over, I would say well over two hundred people have been a part of it. That's easily. awesome. That's awesome. So, um, well, one um, a while back. I think I was here mostly just uh, giving you a hard time. I didn't really have an agenda for being here or anything. But um, one of the things that I really loved, um, you were sitting on the front porch and you were waiting on somebody. And it was here at the office building because we have a we were super fortunate and blessed to be able to also purchase the building that's here directly beside of our church. Five feet, seven inches apart from our other Five building. feet, seven inches yeah. apart from our uh, sanctuary building. Um that we've been able to just beautifully turn into the office space that's needed, uh, the community space that's needed, but also our youth ministry needs. Um, all of our kids' space. Yeah. All of our kids' space. So um, and kitchens. Kitchen, like I, yeah, it's it's been awesome. So, will um, I remember setting? Out, you were sitting out there one day, and you were waiting on um, a delivery, and we were we were talking and we were joking, but. Um, I told you not to talk to somebody because they were going to come over and talk to us. So I was just walking <laughs> on the street. Um, I was just being me for those of you who know me. But um, So tell me what you envision for this specific location, for how it is going to make a difference in the community. Because, like, you know, I, I know I was giving you a hard time that day just because that's what I do. I, yeah. I, I really should get an award for trolling Will. Bashing. You really do. You annoy I me do more than really, anyone I know. I do a really good job at it. I send him so many text messages and private messages and screenshots and names of people to put on lists. Did you watch that TikTok I sent I you? I did. Last night when you sent That was it, you. I was awake. That was like you your spirit it, so, animal. Yeah. I watched it three times a day. Because um, <laughs> I was trying to get down what she was saying. But um, I, I want to know what you, um, what you, you know, you had a specific vision. You wanted to kind of stay here on Main Street. I remember that when we were in the talks of, yeah. of whether this would be a good location or not. And um, I, so I want to know what you envision like for this space, for this community. Like, how do you see it being a place where, I, I think it already has been like so many people from the community have stopped or asked on Facebook, mm -hmm. like, hey, what's going on in this building? Yeah. Uh, everything like that. So, what as a pastor, what do you what do you envision that? Yeah, I think I, like? you know, I think community is the word we want to we want to go with. Um, that we wanted we wanted a church property to really be something that can benefit the community that we find ourselves in. And um, I mean, we've had different opportunities that have popped up. I mean, we were patient and slow to buy property, um, and we had some opportunities through the years, you know, to buy fields down at the end of hollers you know yeah. and and it, we would have more parking like parking's going to be hard on main street yeah. we're gonna have to walk further to get to the building parking would probably be better out in a holler but you're not in the thick of everything you're not in the middle of the community and i think the benefit of being right in the middle of everything is you know we're on route 60 in milton and people drive by it every day 
and um, and I think the presence, like it's it's we want to model with our property what we're trying to do spiritually. We want to be present among people that need Jesus and and need to hear the gospel. And so with our property, we're actually modeling that by being right in the geographical center of our small town, like right in the middle of everything. And um, and yeah, and, I, and then I think as ministry goes forward in the years to come, our hope is that we're going to be able to do a lot of things that bring community into um, our lives, but also keep keep our church going out into other places too, not just at our property. Um, but, uh, you know, we're going to have a, a, a coffee shop that's open six days a week, you know, in the front of the theater. Um, and I think that'll be cool. There's nowhere to get a cappuccino in town yet, so that's going to be available soon. Be, yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, just it's it's super cool to think, like, I'll just come into work on my way into my office and walk by people that might not know Christ or I don't know who they are, and they're just customers in the coffee shop, you know. And maybe the Lord will use some of those encounters um, to meet people. And, you know, I, there's a, in 1956, uh, Earl Scruggs played on this stage out here. Do you know that? I don't even know who you're talking about. Uh, Earl Scruggs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Famous, famous Muddy, bluegrass. Yeah, Muddy musician. Bottom Boys. Yeah, you all know I don't like bluegrass. Yeah, Muddy Bottom Boys. Um, anyways, I, I think there's been some cool stuff historically in the in the, they used to call this place the Show House. Um, in the Show That's House, cool. uh, older generations graduated from high school in this building. Um, just a lot of cool stuff, and I would love to see some more of that come back. Like I'd love to do bluegrass shows. You know, um, not, I don't want to put them on. I don't want to be the organizer. But I there's hope you don't put them on. You there's there's things like that that the community would really yeah. love and um i think we could we could offer that to yeah that's cool um just help help foster community yeah I th- I, just to add to that it's in tied in the last thing you said is that i th- hopefully having a building provides stability like i think of how many like church plants that we've known that have struggled like oh this isn't their place so now they have to find somewhere else because yeah where they're meeting mm-hmm. you know we had there was i can't remember what even what church it was but there was a um, they were meeting a bar, right? And then, the, and then the, the local government came in and said, "You can't meet in the bar." Yeah, you can't meet in a bar because of church. Um, but we, you know, we've seen yeah, that. It's Wellspring. Yeah, Wellspring. Yeah, Ricky yeah. loves church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like having having your own space provides stability to hopefully where you can do more ministry. Yeah. Um, for for longer, and it's not interrupted by silliness. I mean, our current building, I, th- I I'm sure there's more that we would like to do, except space, um, moldy walls, and a leaking roof. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it like it, there are there are issues with it to where, and again, it's at any point it could be taken from us, yeah, right. from under our feet. So hopefully, this provides some stability. Okay, so my next question is actually for you, Jeremy. If you want to kind of stay there on your microphone, um, so I think it was about two years ago, um, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, uh, we went through another transition as a church <laughs> where the Valley Campus was shut down. Oh, you're bringing this up. <laughs> well, painful memories. I bring it up for for one reason because Cause you hate me. No, that's not true. Stop oh, okay. it. Um, <laughs> settle just down. Just like nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Settle down. I'm settling. Um, I remember, and I know that you probably spoke to other people um, who are you're closer with, but I remember that being a transition time for you and a time of just kind of um, wondering what's next if this was supposed to happen and stuff. And I, I, let me finish first, because I know I don't want you to, I don't want you to interrupt me, okay? I'm not. Um, I don't know if, if um, 
everybody, I mean, I know that so many people have gone into the actual organizing, the planning of this project, but I also know for certain, Jeremy, that you did a lot of it. And I have sat here today and over the last few days, and I've just been like, wow, what a God thing, because even through that hard transition of the valley closing and what that meant to you and to the people in the valley and our, our church family, our church, you know, the mm-hmm. ones who went there, um, we wouldn't be where we are right now today in this building with the Sauls and Bob Singer playing over in the other building <laughs> while they're working. Yeah. Um, and I just think about how beautifully God works things that seasons of pain and transition and questioning and doubt, how he turns it into something beautiful. And I, mm. I think everybody in this room, and I think everybody else on the staff who knows the work that you've put into it, mm. um, would agree with me 100%. Like, it wouldn't, we wouldn't have been able to do that without you. And I know, um, I know you probably don't feel that way, or, or you might would play it off because you would just think, you know, this is just part of it. But I think what a beautiful thing it is, how God, um, how God can take something like that where I know that it hurt, where you had seasons of doubt and um, probably lamenting and grieving and just wondering what's next. Um, I, I want you, I want you yeah. to tell me because maybe you haven't thought about that. Oh, I have. Um, oh, I, yeah. I, to me, and I, I just think it's a beautiful God thing because, um, you know, our our family came to New Heights almost six years ago, mm. and um, uh, within those within that amount of time, we have seen a lot of transition within the church. Mm-hmm. But um, I would say that closing the Valley Campus was probably one of the harder ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because, as a you know, with where we used to be in leadership, I know the effort and the heart and the sacrifice that went in that goes into leading still to sure. this day. I mean, you sure. all, I people give you all so much crap, and I want to fight them so bad <laughs> uh, for you so that, um, but I, sometimes I want, she does, sometimes I do. You're that um, restraining order, but Jeremy, I, I just want you to tell us what it means to you. Well, it's funny, you said, was a, I had a dream. Uh, soon after we decided to close the valley, and the dream was this: I, I was, I was, I was up there teaching. And I think you came up on the stage. I, 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 I the remember dream. the dream. Yeah. And you, and you, and like I was in the middle of teaching, and like you kind of came out of nowhere, and you like pat me on the shoulder, and you're like, "All right, man, it's time to go." <laughs> and like everybody in the church was there, like everybody, like it was like it was like, like a big one service. Yeah. And um, and you're, I'm like, what do you mean? You're like, it's time to go. Uh, we don't need you anymore. And I thought, oh, okay. And I started, I got my stuff, and I was walking down the middle, and everyone was looking at me as I'm walking down the middle. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, and people are like waving, but like, was kind of like I'm seeing it's like the sad parade. My 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 family, my my wife <laughs> and children, they were there too, <laughs> waving at me goodbye, like see ya. Um, have hope hope the best. And I walk down the street and I go to AT&T. And this is where Jeremy Ball was working at the time. <laughs> and I walk in and I say, hey, I'm trying to find a job. Can I get a job, Jeremy? He goes, dude, nobody needs you. And and then I woke up. And so like I, laugh, I laughed I laughed at the dream when I woke up uh, just because I was like, oh, my gosh. My 
I'm in a bad place. Yeah, but, there's um, a lot of counseling. Nobody I had to do needs with him, you. Right? No, it was the yeah. most humbling experience ever. Like it really was. It was. It was hard and humbling. Don and I have talked about that very thing many, many times. When we've sat back and we looked and said, "Man, we would not." It's one of those things where like you don't know. Like we didn't know this was available or would yeah. be available. Yeah. Um, but we wouldn't trade this for what we could have had or we're going to have or mm-hmm. had or whatever. I mean, even the coffee shop in the basement of that building wouldn't be what the, like everything, like it just the, it, it, we, it doesn't even compare. So yeah, I mean, it is interesting that like you, you think in the moment, like, man, that really stinks, but you have no clue like what is to come. Um, and I think it's made this a bit more sweet, honestly, because even then, uh, I mean, that wasn't, we were renting still, so yeah. uh, we weren't going to be able to buy it. So it was, um, yeah, I think in the end, it's it's been really cool to see that. As if we And we've joked, like, oh, okay, it's the last time I'm putting on carpet squares. This is the last time I'm going to do this. Like, we joke about, like, I'm never doing this again. This is the last time, or, you know, but... Uh, I think I'm so I'm so excited to see. I th- again something else. What's been really cool when we when we came back to Milton, there was a lot of people, and there was always that fear that there'd be the valley and the Milton, and how do you bridge these two, which has been just incredible. Like, yeah, it uh, really has. I it, that's been the, I think the most amazing thing. But there are people who I didn't know as well. And getting into this building project, you really get to hang out with people. Yeah. Like Ron Thompson. Like, I, I, I love Ron. Ron was always a bit of a mystery to me. Yeah. Because he's very quiet. <laughs> very until quiet. you, like, work with him out here, and then he's not quiet. Yeah. And, he, and he's hilarious. Um, but same thing with Rick. Like, I knew Rick, but I knew Rick much better now. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of men like that that aren't in my generation that I've been able to hang out with because... You act like you're in their generation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, I have, I have their... Technological abilities. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> but um, it, it's it's been it's been really cool um, for all of that to to take place. So yeah, I mean, in hindsight, I mean, I wouldn't change anything. It's 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 hard to know that in the moment though. But it, definitely, yeah. 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 No, I I think it's been a beautiful thing for sure. sure. Um, and I'm I hope I hope that you feel that. I hope this. You know, I I know it's really corny and cheesy, and you all would probably frown about it. But I hope this. Um, to me, it's kind of been like an S. Your Esther moment, you were created for such a time as this, Jeremy Berry. Well, I do think somebody else would have. I mean, like I look like Don. Like, goodness, where would I? Where would we be without Don? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like the the man is here all the time. He is. Like I can't. If you are ever driving by and you see Don's little box car, I don't know what it's called, but it looks like a box. It's a little it's, it's a Scion. Oh, Scion. Thank you. So, if you ever see a Scion, <clears throat> drop a chocolate frappe about a Don. He, yeah, he really seriously. likes them. He likes the Oreo ones from McDonald's, too. I'm, um, he likes hard candy. He likes hard. I mean, like I that? think yeah. he has some Slim Jims in that closet in there. <laughs> I think he hit his own little sack. He's holding out on Slim Jims. I'm not telling you where it's at. I've been sneaking one or two oh whenever God. I'm here. So, but um, there, there, were, what we've seen, and it's really interesting. Is and this is why I'm like, if I, I think the Lord has blessed me to be able to see it, I think it would happen either way. Truly. But I mean, we've seen it. Like, man, we really need someone to do this project. And then this guy's like, comes to our church, never been to our church. He's like, hey, I'm a welder, and I'm perfect yeah. at doing this project. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, like that's happened a zillion times. I mm-hmm. feel like uh, where someone just comes out of nowhere with with energy or with time or with a skill that we needed in that particular time. And it's and we've incredible. had a, we've had a lot of people that um, that that have just like donated. Oh yeah, uh, time and skills and money. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The financial contributions, and then um, 
the guy that did our we hired to do our drywall mudding like one significant portion of the project like we're ready to write him a check and he was just like i just don't worry about it you know and like he's never come to our church or anything like that the the, the amount of money that man's done if we if people knew how much he got paid to do what he's done it's un, it's unbelievable yeah yeah unbelievable so yeah it's been i mean i like, truly like it's been an incredible thing to see and I'm, I'm happy that i've been able to see it well, you know, I think um, I think it's a beautiful thing because you know, Jeremy and I, you you and I were talking earlier about um, we were talking about our kids and how we hope that you know in years to come the the church and ministry will be easier and it's on our and, new podcast. Oh, yeah. you started another. Podcast? It was another. Yeah. Oh, okay. <sighs> you're not gonna get me. Cussing. You're not gonna get me cussing first episode back. <laughs> no, no, no. Um. But, you know, I, I think it's a beautiful thing because, you know, everybody's sitting here in, in this room, the things that we've done and have sacrificed, um, mm-hmm. it's for our kids and for generations to come to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's beautiful that we'll be able to, um, and, and I know all the men that are out there working right now and um, all the men and women who've volunteered and put um, sacrifice, you know, any sacrifice, yeah. they've, it, they've done it for the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that. Um, not only the kids that are currently here for to see to, for them to have a place um, that's home um, and that, that they can be raised up in, but also for uh, for kids that haven't even been born yet, um, for the community that don't know Jesus yet, um, for those strangers that just pop in one random Sunday and say, "Hey, I can do that. I'll be back." You know, um, it's it's a beautiful thing how God's just weaved it all together. Um, there was a a book I read one time. Couldn't tell you what it's called or who wrote it, but it was a missionary. And um, one of the things that she said um, in her book, I wish I remembered any information from it so I could give her credit, but she talked about how um, all the different pieces of our life, and I think this can be true of of a church and the church history as well. Um, any little piece um, is a strand, a thread, and um, like just like in a quilt. Mm-hmm. And um, there's so many different pieces that go together um, for that one whole piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and each piece has its own part to play. Um, and I think that's, I think a lot about the church whenever um, whenever I read things like that. I think about um, just the family of God in general um, when it comes to things like that. So it's a beautiful thing to see all of this coming together, to see so many people and so many things at work. And um, it's just definitely a God thing. So I, I have a quick question. Are you done with your questions? I do have one more, but it's a housekeeping thing. So go ahead. Yeah. I, I'm curious. What are your fears of this new space? That's a great question. Thank um, you. Yeah, I'm. I'm afraid of. I was trying to stay positive. I'm, no, I mean it's, it's valid. I think any Jesus said no one builds a house or a church building without counting the cost. And I think you have to be aware of like what what your endeavors are, um, the pros and the cons, and the benefits and the risks. And I, I think you know there's a lot of risks that come with uh, with doing something like this. I mean, we bought two buildings, connected them together. Um, it's a, it's a massive space compared to what we've been in thus far. Um, so there's, there's the financial risk, you know, of, of just the, I mean, we're, we're okay financially, but it's coming in a little tight, you know, as we're trying to finish up the project, there's financial risk. Um, there's also, uh, I think the biggest risk is like the risk of burnout. I mean, you see someone like Don Knapp, who's here literally every day. Um, and you know, 
so many volunteers being pulled in to work on something centrally, um, you you at least for a season, and you hope it's only a season, you sacrifice you know being widespread and reaching people. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I think I think a fear uh, definitely is. Um, creating an idol out of out of this really nice space we have um that you know i I just don't ever want us to be the church that's like super scared for some child to you know carry hot chocolate in the sanctuary like spill that hot chocolate we're just glad you're in church worshiping jesus you know um and so I, i just want people to know like all this new fresh paint that they've spent all these hours putting on the walls like some kid is going to carry some big broomstick through and bust it up and scrape it you know and the first day the first day we have service in here it's going to it's going to get you know used and um and that's what that's what we did it all for we did it all so that so that we could come in and it's already happened I know. I just don't want to think oh, yeah. about it. I so. banged up a wall somewhere with oh, a ladder when I, was, even a kid. when I was trying to paint. <laughs> I yeah. saw it in the hallway. Yeah. It was in the hallway. And I also put that same ladder in my coffee cup the same day. It was it wasn't a good day. <laughs> but, so. No, no, it, it, it has already happened and I and it's one of those things where it's like, okay, like uh I, I remember being in a church, visiting a church where a man yells across the sanctuary at a kid who had his toy and he was running across the top of the chairs. Mm-hmm. That's all the kid was doing. And dude flipped out, mm-hmm. um, and I, and it, it, it doesn't take long to get there. Yeah, right? it doesn't. No. It, 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 and of course, we would say, "Oh, the chairs." But again, someone dents a wall or something, and you can see where it's like, "Oh, like perfection becomes the becomes like what you're striving towards when it yeah. comes to like the building." And then there's a sense of ownership that comes in too. Sure. Like, like legally, this is the first time we've ever owned property, yeah. and so now there's a tendency for our members, and so our members hear me very clearly on this. There's a tendency for us and our souls to look at it as as if we own this because yeah. legally we do. That's but theologically, it's not. It's it's, it's God has given it to us to just be a steward of, and if we don't use it for reaching people for Christ, then we've squandered our our blessing. And here. the balance between being a good steward and being uh, it becoming an idol, right? It's a, it's a very thin line. It yeah. is a very thin yeah. line. Yeah. I, you know, I will say this for people who don't know you all and who haven't been to our church. You all have always done a phenomenal job of saying that, though. I most, uh, you know, it, I remember. I remember especially after we had the new space um, down the block, uh, while, you know, right after we got into it, like, don't, this is not, mm-hmm. you know, don't yeah. don't put this church, the building on a pedestal. Yeah. Like, it's probably going to be the church, first sermon here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're definitely, do it. We, do it. We, you know, we don't want to just beat a dead horse by saying you know that what, over and over. You know what, maybe you could spill your to, coffee first and just be like, just yeah, smash just get your it glass. Out of the way, just you know? smash your cup, throw yeah. it up against the wall or something. I think I think my biggest fear, and we've talked about it before. Like a ceremonial first yeah. spill. You know how they do that with boats? They bust the... <laughs> The champagne on it. There there was almost that over here on on Baker's carpet. But one of the things that I was, uh, it's already happened actually. There's already a stain on the carpet. Um, But my biggest fear, I think, is, and we've talked about it before, is people looking at and going, man, this feels different. Even though it's the same people, same same passion, same goal, same vision, um, same strategy, there's something weird if the lights and paint are different. Then it's yeah. like, oh, this feels different. Um, yeah. and, and the so, crowd size is going to be different. We're going from two services to one service, so that's that'll be an adjustment as well. Yeah. Um, I, I think it I was. Think I think it was Stephen when he was preaching said like, you're going to have to wait 
in line to get coffee and like don't i will flip a table you you just rolled your eyes see but like that's a perfect example is like oh you you begin to feel entitled i used to not have to wait now all these all these sinners coming in and now now i have to share coffee with them listen second look second first service people don't know what it's like to wait yeah. Second, and their coffee's fresh. Too. Right. Second, they don't know what it's like to get warm coffee, yeah. so they <laughs> they wait for cold coffee. They're going to be second the service people are gonna be like, "This is amazing. <laughs> the coffee's hot." First, yeah. The first people like, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So this is this has been a good talk. I'm glad we we're, I'm glad we're back to podcasting. Hopefully, we will be able to get on a pretty regular schedule um, and be consistent with that. Otherwise, you're going to be billed for. Um, changes in my schedule and late fees. Well, we still got a month of working on this building. So, yeah. So, so we're going to be pretty busy. So, try to lock us in, but, you know, we might be putting down carpet tiles or, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're locked in on the schedule. (laughs) I hope I'm locked in on yours. Wednesday's at two. Two. Don't tell the listeners. Then they're going to start calling us while we're trying to record. They better not. Yeah, because everyone wants to be a live call-in on the podcast. Stop. Everyone wants that. It's a coveted thing. I don't know. That's dangerous. Nah. Depends on who it is. Just don't let it be my dad. Okay, stop. Okay, this is the last question I have for you, okay? We're going to do some housekeeping and clear the air a little bit. Oh, gosh. So, recently on social media, there have been some talk, okay? There have been some back and forth. (laughs) There have been some people starting thoughts and quarreling and all kinds of other stuff. Let's 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 yeah. get it out there today. Let's lay it on the table. Okay. Let's go. Candy corn. Candy corn. Is trash. Yeah, best trash. candy in the world. It's trash. It's absolute trash. Go I don't care. Up. I don't care. Like some people like say the name brand, if you get the right name brand candy corn, it's one it, of our it doesn't matter. It's one trash. of our devoted listeners, one Randall Ellis says that branches is the superior. Yes, yeah. brand. There, there, there is no superior when you're dealing in. Some say you risk a trash. gamble if you try a different brand besides besides <laughs> branches. Yeah, I will, I will say, you could that, say that. But that Randy Ellis eating is, candy corn is the is, real gamble. Is almost right on everything. Randy Ellis is amazing. Don't. He's he incredible. Is. Yeah, Don't. he is. I mean, this close just, yeah. to perfection. Just yep. stop. But, but I, I have this one thing against you. <laughs> Mr. Ellis. <laughs> your taste in candy. Your love for candy corn. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for um, being here with us. Thanks to our listeners for being patient with us as we go through this transition season with our building. Um, we will see you back next week, but we won't see you back. And I hate you all because <laughs> you Don't are. Don't say that to the listeners. I'm not but saying it to the listeners. You. I'm saying it to you, too, because you're sitting there making faces and twirling <laughs> your hands because you know I'm going to say something or you're going to mess me up. So thanks for listening. Idiots. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, submit them on the New Heights Church app, and we'll catch you next time. Watch for deer. <laughs>